Welcome to New Creation Podcast. I'm Phyllis and thank you for joining me today. Every episode of a New Creation Podcast is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. Each week the Holy Spirit reveals a picture of what is really happening in the realm of the Spirit, which affects what we see and how we respond. God's Word in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, and it's the NIV version of the scripture, it instructs us how we should see these things. And it reads, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So we're to stay focused on what is eternal. Don't allow your mind to ponder on temporary things. We're in a time of what is called an open heaven. And this is when God calls us to a higher dimension in him. Today's episode of a new creation podcast is next dimension in God. What do I mean by next dimension? Let's start with the dimension. A dimension is a measurable extent of some kind, such as the length, the breadth, the depth, or the height. Paul alludes to this in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. And I'm going to read God's words translation of the scripture. And it reads, Then Christ will live in you through faith. I also pray that love may be the ground into which you sink your roots and on which you have your foundation. This way, with all of God's people, you will be able to understand how wide, long, high, and deep his love is. You will know Christ's love, which goes far beyond in knowledge. I am praying this so that you may be completely filled with God. See, in this passage of scripture, Paul is referencing the next dimension in God. When he says in verse 18, he says, This way, with all of God's people, you will be able to understand how wide, long, high, and deep his love is. He's referring to a dimension in God that perhaps at that point we'd never experienced. There is an appointed time, and really appointed times, when the Holy Spirit opens a window of opportunity to you. And it's when you discern that there's more of the Lord Jesus than what you're experiencing. It can be an example like you go to church, you hear powerful preaching, you study his word. You fellowship with other saints. You serve God. But still, there's something inside of you that says there's more. There's something that's missing. But once you discern that something is missing, immediately a hunger for more of God, it awakens in your inner man. And the Holy Spirit, he then really, I would say, catapults you to a new level in God. I remember 17 years ago attending a women's conference and a pastor 
she made a statement that had that effect on me. It shifted me or catapulted me to a new dimension in God. And she said, there comes a moment, there comes a moment in your life when divine government must intervene. When what you have been doing is no longer what you will do for the rest of your life. Those words she said changed my life. And that's why today I can use those same words to say that it is when you are ushered into the next dimension in God. See, this magnitude of this dimension in him requires being able to train yourself to keep your eyes focused on the unseen. Because see, that's where God is. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, the A clause, and this is the New King James Version of the Scripture, it reads, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's that the eyes of your understanding. Those are prophetic words. And that's when God is moving you into new dimension in him. New dimensions in him. Talking about the next dimension. See, it's a dimension of maturity or status of your walk as it evolves and God will unfold mysteries to you. And the mysteries, I've referred to those before, they're hidden wisdom to be revealed at appointed times. And this I'm declaring to everyone who's listening to this podcast today. This is your appointed time talking about next dimension in God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 6 through 10 in the NIV version of the scripture it reads, we do however speak a message of wisdom among the mature but not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. Now listen to this Paul says no we declare God's wisdom a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. He goes on to say, none of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Talking about that hidden wisdom that you experience when you enter the next dimension in God. See, Paul is speaking of a wisdom that beforehand, before time began, was hidden. It's a type of wisdom that God reveals to those that are mature. Paul talks about wisdom among the mature, not babes in Christ, not those who are comfortable being where they've always been for the last 15 to 20 years in him, but those who really want to discover new dimensions in God when he will show you things that are not seen with the naked eye, but things that are picked up and that he reveals to you by his spirit. Let me continue. Again, I'm in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and I'm going to go to verse 8 through 10. Verse 8, I repeat, Paul writes, None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And what he meant by that was, none of the rulers of, of the age that Paul was talking about during the time that Christ was here, they didn't understand the wisdom that came from God because when they crucified Christ, they basically 
were assisting in God's plan for him, his redemption of mankind through his crucifixion. They thought the crucifixion was a victory for themselves, but it was a victory for Christ and for God and for us, for mankind. Now, verse 9 says, however, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Hallelujah. Talking about next dimension in God. We serve a God who lives in the invisible realm of the spirit. He lives in the unseen. He lives in Kairos, where there is no time. We live in Kronos, but he lives in Kairos, where there is no time in eternity. And so for him, time never passes because God is already in the 22nd century. We're in the 21st century. He's in the 22nd century and beyond because he lives in eternity. He knows what's going to happen. He knows what has happened and he lives outside of time. That is the God we serve. And that is the God who is drawing us to the next dimension in him. The other evening, approximately two nights ago, I went to bed praying in the spirit for our nation. The Holy Spirit woke me up very early in the morning. It was 4 a.m. in the morning. And he woke me up with this particular scripture. And the scripture that he shared with me was an answer to the prayers that I had for our nation. And I'm going to share the scripture with you. The scripture he woke me up with was found in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. And I'm going to read the New Living Translation of the scripture. And it reads, One day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Let's just stop at that one sentence. That's verse one. Jesus was telling his disciples a story and the story was they should always pray and never give up. That first sentence, that first passage of scripture ministered to my spirit, ministered to my heart. Because like I said, I went to sleep that night praying for our nations, nation. And I was actually interceding and pleading on behalf of our nation because of the condition of our nation. Remember the podcast for last week was the soul of a nation. And I was still praying about our nation as I do every day. The second verse reads, there was a judge in a certain city. He said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. Now listen to that. There was a certain judge. There was a judge in a certain city. I'll read the way it said. He said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. Whenever in the scripture you see a certain man, a certain judge, a certain woman, a certain person, that means that it could apply to any person, anyone. That's generally what it means when, when that's used in the Bible. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, 
But finally, he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people. But this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she's wearing me out with her constant request. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he render a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Just that, just that, that portion there. That was an answer to my prayer because I was asking the Lord about all the different factions in this nation that are at war with one another, it seems, and all the different groups that all want their rights and all the different people who are expressing their fear, they're expressing their concerns for the future. So many different, I say this often, voices that are speaking out there. I was talking to the Lord about that. And this scripture here blessed me because he said even that judge rendered a just decision in the end. And so what the Lord was saying to me that there will be justice, his justice. And he goes on to say, so don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out, cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. And this is the question he asked in the end. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? That was very key because the Lord was speaking to me, saying to me that he will grant justice to those in this nation who have been treated in an unjust manner, he will avenge those who cry out for him, for justice to him day and night. He will. But his question was, how many will he find on the earth who have faith? See, faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Faith is what God uses in his kingdom to grant his request for his people. You have faith in God. Jesus said that in Mark eleven twenty two. have faith in God. That's the, at one of the, I was reading the Greek, Greek translation of that. And it was have the faith of God, have faith in God. God is looking for those whose faith has not waned, regardless of what they see. Talking about next to mentioning God, God who lives in the unseen. We can't see him with our naked eye, but he will reveal himself to us by his spirit. See, the spirit reveals the deeper things of God. And when I say, and when he expects us to, to see that what is not seen, that means we're to focus on that which we cannot see because we know by faith that it is, it is him and it is of him. See, Hebrews 11.3 says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and things that were made were not made by things that do appear. So what it means is that God's word, by his word, he spoke everything into existence. But remember, it existed first in the, in the invisible before it came forth to the visible realm. What am I saying? I'm saying God expects us to fix our eyes on the things that are eternal. 
those things that he has spoken, those things that are in the realm of the spirit, those are the things that are eternal, not the temporary things. So the Lord was saying to me, all of the disruption that you see now, all of the noise, all of the clamor, all of, of the anarchy that, it, that you see in the natural, you have to see beyond it by the spirit what can be. He's a God of divine possibilities. And that's why he's looking for faith on earth. Will he find faith on earth? We are to pledge this day that God, you will find faith. We will have faith in you, God. Keep looking at divine possibilities. See this nation through the eyes of faith as you pray to El Shaddai. El Shaddai is Lord God Almighty. He has all power. He is not limited. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Solomon says, there's nothing new under the sun. And as I was meditating this week, and as God blessed me with Luke 18, 1 through 8, what I just read to you by answering my prayer of concern I had for this nation. As I was reading this week, I read something that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said in March of 1965, and it ties directly into the next dimension in God. So I want to share that with you right now. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. on March 25th, 1965, he had just concluded his march on the Capitol, and his speech that he gave was, How Long Not Long? And it reads, I'm going to read just a snippet of it. He said, I come to say to you this afternoon, however difficult the moment, however frustrating the hour, it will not be long because truth crushed to earth will rise again. How long? Not long, because no lie can live forever. How long? Not long, because you shall reap what you sow. How long? Not long, truth forever on the scaffold, wrong forever on the throne. Yet that scaffold sways the future, and behind dim unknown standeth God with the shadow, keeping watch above his own. How long? Not long, because the arc of the more universe is long, but it bends towards justice. How long? Not long, because my eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is trampling out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He has loosed the fateful lightning of his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. God is a God of justice, and he will avenge those who have been victims of injustice. At this very moment, I want to speak to those who don't have a relationship with that God. They may even be angry with him. They may, may even think that he doesn't even know that they exist. If you find yourself in that place, repeat after me today, because that God, the God of all creation, the God of all the earth, wants you to know how much he loves you. He commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for the ungodly. 
And that God wants you to know that if you open up your heart this day and you repeat after me, Lord Jesus, I know that you died for me on the cross. I know that you took on a body and came here on earth and you presented your body a living sacrifice and you died for us. And after three days, you rose with all power in your hand. And you're calling me now to believe in you. And God, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe after three days you rose. And now you're sitting at the right hand of the Father. Thank you for saving me this day. Amen and amen. Thank each of you. I thank each and every one of you for joining me today for a new creation podcast. Remember, a new creation podcast exists for you to know how to apply the word of God to your everyday life. And God wants you to apply his word to your everyday life. Today's a new creation podcast, Next Dimension in God. I pray that it bless your soul and let you know that God wants to usher you into the next dimension in him. A new creation podcast, Phyllis's a new creation podcast can be found in Google Podcasts. And if you have the Google Podcast app, you can subscribe. So uh, subscribe to Phyllis's, it's P-H-Y-L-L-I-S apostrophe S, a new, A-N-E-W, creation, C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N podcast. And I hope you subscribe. Thank you for joining me today. And the Lord bless each and every one of you. The blessings of the Lord makes your life rich and adds no sorrow to it. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.